another episode of airing it out season four week seven dave we have a lot to talk about welcoming my co-host dr david drew dave trades galore uh, upsets everywhere season season four blowing up week seven and we are just it's crazy it's crazy talk welcome you in what a week this has been it's been insane oh, uh yes. and ray pinto missed out on all of the trades i must have sent ray pinto four different trade offers and i'm sure he just hated the trade offers and that's why he didn't get back to me but he did finally get back to me at like one o'clock in the morning he was like sorry i missed this and i was like ray i'm glad you're alive but also yeah you missed it it's okay buddy um but yeah we had some a lot of like basically we should have waited to record last week because all of them actually happened ahead of of the the games last yes. week, which made us look foolish in our picks. Well, okay, one of us looked foolish in our picks. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know. Foolish is the word. Yeah. Let me say this. Can we? Can, let's. So we were talking about the trades that we're doing first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have to tell you something right now. I am not happy. This is. I'm not okay with what went down. <laughs> Why is that? I think that I we are going to need a bylaw. I think. Oh no! We to... revived the bylaw. <laughs> that, we made it to week seven without a bylaw. <laughs> oh no! I'm not sure we have the fair value chart happening like we should be. Like you know, in the NFL when they make tra- day, uh, draft day trades, they have the value chart and like you know to get the first round pick, you got to do this and that's the points and the whole thing. That's uh-huh. apparently uh-huh. I I your cousin Patrick. I, no, he has. I don't understand. <laughs> well, so this okay. is, let me give you the behind the scenes on the okay. Patrick before you start throwing out bylaws uneducatedly here. <laughs> so I, so Patrick throws out to the chat, right? That was like Friday afternoon yep. and just throws out like, fire. yeah. Trading my, everybody. He says. Uh, yeah. Everyone it's a fire sale, right? Um, it's awful. Just like I, I, I will trade everybody, including Mark yes. Andrews is even on the market. Now, yeah. that obviously piques my interest because I've been on the market for a, a tight yeah. end for several weeks. <clears throat> Ray. Um, yeah. And so basically. I send a trade offer to Patrick to start the conversation. Now, mind you, I was blowballing Patrick at the beginning. It's a starting point. It's a, like I don't want to give up too much. I know I'm going to have to move off this position to get Mark Andrews. I just want to see where he's valuing players, right? Eventually, like after a few back and forths, we're going through it. Patrick's now trying to get a quarterback out of me. And I'm like, you know, like if we're talking quarterbacks, we're talking about a very different kind of trade. We're going to, there's going to be more than just Mark Andrews moving here. And so ultimately he, you know, I was about to send back a, a different offer for, for Mark Andrews, which included Kyler Murray. Um, Patrick was trying really hard to get Jalen Hurts, and I just wasn't willing to to part with Jalen Hurts, um, at least for a single tight end, basically. Um, and he goes, Penna beat you to it. And I asked, what, you know, what is what is the trade that ultimately happened? Um, and so while the stress of like, I don't know if what Patrick told Dave, Dave will have to like put in the comments, 
if he knew that I was also making offers at the same time. But ultimately, at the end, Dave threw in a first round pick to win out on the on the the trade conversations for sure. Did you know? Did I know that he was talking with Dave? Yeah. I knew that he that Dave was providing offers and because and, I had given him an offer and he said, Penna has a better offer, do better. And so I was like, okay, I'll I'll see what I can do. But I wasn't really willing to go crazy for Mark Andrews. I think right. Mark Andrews is great. Um, but ultimately, so a little insight into my trade philosophy, I was really hoping to get Mark Andrews so that I could flip him to Pinto and get Travis Kelsey from Pinto. So my plan was to put together a package with a quarterback to get to Pinto to get Travis Kelsey, because I figured there's no way to get Travis Kelsey unless I replace that tight end production with somebody. Yeah. So I thought I could get yeah. Mark Andrews and then move flip him to Pinto um, because I didn't have any tight end replacement to offer Pinto. So I knew that was part of the the challenge, but to be honest with you, I mean, I, I would have thought you would like Mark Andrews over Kelsey, anyways. You hate the Kansas City Chiefs. God forbid you take a Chief and do it's, something with them. It's fair, but you know what? I understand <laughs> points recognize points. <laughs> I, I all of a sudden the Chiefs look good. It's not that they look good. It's just that the only person who manages to get the ball from him regularly is Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I had four Kelsey touchdowns. Is. Like, like when you have four touchdowns, you gotta, you gotta play him. Now also, yeah. I also tried to get George Kittle from, from Pinto and had a hard time getting uh, George Kittle, but ultimately, so the final, the, the trade that went through was Mark Andrews and Najee Harris. I don't know. This would be interesting. Penna chime in. I, when we started talking about quarterbacks, that's when I threw Najee Harris into the mix. I was like, I want Najee Harris and Mark Andrews. And I'm curious yeah. if Patrick then flipped that to you or if you had also said, I want Najee Harris. Um, but ultimately, Penna gets rid of Mike Williams, gets rid of the headache that is Mike Williams yeah, for him. So, yeah. you know, sold high. That's that's good for him. Trades Zacherts, which Zacherts, I think, now has the distinction of being the most yeah, traded in player chat. in our league. Yeah. Um, and Joe Burrow um, to Patrick uh, for Najee Harris and Mark Andrews. So Patrick really solves his quarterback issue. He gets uh, somebody who can back up Aaron Rodgers. He can play the matchups if he wants to. Um, Joe Burrow. And then Patrick goes on. Oh, and there was a first-round pick, right? Penetrated Michael yeah, Zachary, well, Joe so Burrow, and a first-round pick. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, I mean, in this, okay, if I'm So where's this... the unbalanced chart, Jeff? Well, we need one. <laughs> we gotta make a bylaw. Well, I mean, let me say this. I mean, if you're saying, "Hey, Jeff, you know, you know, grade this trade. Who won this trade? Penna landslide won this trade. I mean, Patrick took basically two old players and a Joe Burrow who can be really like up and down. I, I don't, I'm not sure I'd put Joe Burrow in. I don't think I'd give up Najee Harris, Mark Andrews, and my first round pick to have all those young players. For Joe Burrow and then an old Mike Williams and an old Zach Ertz, I Penna Penna won that one. No, 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 no. Slide to me. Penna Penna's first round. Oh, pick Penna's went to first Patrick. round. Okay, all right. So okay. Patrick I got. I saw that the Patrick other way. Got all right. Joe Burrow, good yep. young quarterback, yep. right? A protected quarterback. Yeah. Mike Williams, who is having a good year, and Zach Ertz, who's a re decent replacement for Mark Andrews. Yeah. In my opinion, that's how I would look at it. And Najee Harris, he lost Najee Harris, who he was getting frustrated with. 
So this trade was really for Mark Andrews, but really he got a first round draft pick for Mark Andrews and some players they can play with now. That's right, the way I would look right. at it. I actually thought it was a pretty balanced well, trade. Well, now that day. you now that I switched around the first round pick, I I I'm I'm leaning a little bit more towards a very even. It's pretty decent. It's decent. Plus, because Penn would probably end up with a pretty high pick in the draft, anyways, as well, right? Right. So, right. Um, so that's yeah. Not, I mean, that... actually, like looking at it that way with the first round, I thought the first round went to Penna. And I, I didn't think that that I was like, that is a really that is landslide difference. No, what you're um, probably getting confused by is very quickly the next morning. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick took his first round pick. Not the, so he's now got a first round pick from Penna. Right. So the the higher likely the higher. I don't know. Patrick could come out of nowhere right. and win the league. But I mean, we're all talking about the sheriff here. Um, traded his pick, his first and his third next year to yep. Tom for Jamar Chase. Yep. Quite possibly the fantasy move of the year. Right? Yeah. Traded and got himself a double dip. It worked yep. out great for him last week. We'll break that down in a minute. But great trade. Number one. Tom is like, I'm done. I like I I'm 0 and 5. I should start thinking about trading my team, which is the right move, right? Either yeah. make moves now, yeah. be aggressive and get ready for next year, or be aggressive and get rid of some of your veteran talent or whoever yep, yep. to get some draft picks or to get players that are going to help you in the future. If you're giving up on this year, give up on this year. Now I will say I started a conversation to start trading some players with, with Tom and we could not get, we talked for a while and this again, <laughs> just goes back to what I think is really great fantasy football etiquette, right? Conversation starts like, Hey, I got a trade offer for you. Here's a trade offer starting point of conversation kind of right, goes somewhere right. else. Tom asks if I'm interested in moving somebody else, you know, blah, blah, blah. We, we talked for a little while. Say, well, if we want that player, then I'm going to like need more. We got to balance this out a little bit more. And we ultimately agreed. We couldn't find common ground. Everyone walked away happy. Right. It's good. But we, we had a little bit of dialogue <laughs> the loop around was it. Closed. The loop was closed and we left it open. Like you said, we could come back to this in a week or two, like when maybe things yeah, change. Yeah. Um, because like I was trying to get Brees Hall, for example, and, and Tom's like, well, you know, I think he's a piece I want to build around. Good answer from Tom, right? Yeah, so, very good you answer. Know, it's a great yeah. answer. So anyway. Um, Actually, I was going to ask you, can we do you want to talk about that trade or do you want to go to the next one too? Which one? Did And then you and. Oh, and then, then, yeah. So, uh, so well, we, we then had the week, right? right? I'm still hunting for a tight end. I've been pr trying to pry one out of Ray's dead yeah. fingers. Uh, and ultimately I reached out to Penna and I just, Hey, Penna, you know, look, we got, are you willing to move Kyle Pitts now that you have Mark Andrews? And he was like, let me think about it. And then he came back and he said, yeah. And, I, and basically I said, look, I'm looking like straight up here. Like these yeah. are who the guys that I would offer. And I offered like Cortland Sutton, or Zeke Elliott for him. I was like, I'm willing to take the risk on him because he's less risky than the guys I have. And you can get somebody you can put into your lineup now. Because yeah. especially this week, Penna was Penna's uh hurting a little bit bit yeah. with the Bills on by because his whole team is Bills. And I said to him, I said, you know, I, I had a hard time not just saying, Do you want Devin Singletary? And it was like, But you that's too many bills, Patrick. <laughs> too many bills, Penna. And he was like, I would have been tempted, but I think you're right. It's too many bills. Um, <laughs> ultimately, great. you know, Penna's philosophy was a good one. He said, look, what am I doing with Kyle Pitts other than hoping that he becomes Mark Andrews? Right. Right. And right. which he's like, and I'm not going to play him over Mark Andrews. So might right. as well get something for him in return. And I finally broke up with, and I said to, said to Penna, I said, look, I think 
this is like breaking up with your long-term high school girlfriend. Zeke Elliott is no longer <laughs> on my team. He was had him forever. He was my first overall pick in the yeah. in the dynasty league, right? Not the first first overall, or maybe he was. I forget who picked first overall. I think I was like top second at yeah, least. Yeah. I took Zeke Elliott early. I mean, at the and then time, I took Zeke Aaron Elliott Rogers. was in a top player, so you had to have been in that top. Yeah, I was within three. the top three for sure. Um, and we could obviously go back and check, but. I'm pretty sure he was one of the top three players off the board yeah. ever in this dynasty yeah. league. Um, Andy's playing pretty well. I, I tried really hard to move him to Ray since he has the handcuff with Tony Pollard. And I just was unsuccessful in moving him over to, yeah. to Ray, but ultimately well, so lots of trade activity. Lots That's of awesome. of the you story. know, it's funny. It was almost like we were hitting a deadline or something. It was almost like at four o'clock, all the trades close or something. Cause they just started like all of a sudden there was all these trades coming through. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I think I was at a football game. I think I was getting ready for my, for my game. I was like, all of a sudden like there's trade things coming through my email. I'm like, what is happening? I um, think honestly, we're right in the midst of this, right? The trade deadline is usually right after Thanksgiving. I yeah. Um, I can, yeah. I can look it up. So we have the exact date. So yeah. we, talk about it but you know this is this is a competitive league right now there's a lot of parody i think with more and more time in the dynasty league people are figuring out their teams they're addressing needs in the draft you know and and some do it through trade patrick really is an aggressive trader um to try to move things around yeah I Um, i have to say i do have to give patrick a lot of credit he he has no problem moving people and picks and all that kind of stuff. He, it's really actually kind of fun to watch. He's, he's kind of a fun trade partner. Obviously I, I was a recipient of that last year, but um, it's a fun trade partner. Um, I will say this. Patrick is always willing to listen to a trade and he'll sure. always think it yeah. out with you. He may, you may walk away like I did with Tom there, but like, yeah. Uh, Patrick is a fantastic fantasy football player. Yeah. He's the guy that you want in your league. He, he always plays. He's always paying. He runs a league. So he knows like how to play. Um, He's just a really, and he's always kind of fun to talk trades through. Also, yeah. like he he will definitely take an angle of I'm gonna try to take advantage of you in this trade somehow, but also will eventually kind of back it off and like you can always <laughs> talk him off that. Usually, it's pretty transparent when he's like, "Give me the best player you have for like this middle player I have," and you're like, "Yeah, no, that's not gonna work, right?" But like he's he's very fun to yeah. trade with. So on the on the uh, Patrick um, uh, Tom trade. Where are you on that? Because I guess for me, if I'm grading that, it's a it's a good job by Tom to get some picks for next year. It's a very good job. I Jamar Chase is one of those though that you really a little bit like just Jeff for you, you know, like it's it's really I think one of those players that you like uh, Brees Hall. Like, you do do you trade him? You know, I know he only has so many really good ones, and he probably is one of the best ones. I mean, I would I would say that. Um, Patrick got one of the best players in football on his team. I think so. I mean, I think that's a hard guy to give up on early in a dynasty league. If we were talking about a redraft league, I think I would have no problem moving on from Jamar Chase and selling kind of like in this middle ground. I think that's a hard call to make, but I think the return he got to get a first and a third is pretty good. And it's not like a first and a third next two years from now. He can actually turn around pretty well. And I think what, Tom's realizing with his team is he has more problems than just a wide receiver. Right. And so yeah, right. I think you can't win with one player, right? This is the same point we would make to Ray about the tight ends. You have two tight ends. You're, you're using one of those slots to play two tight ends in a given week. You're not gonna, you know, you're taking away a slot from a wide receiver, yeah. get a wide receiver who you can play in 
every week and then also like trade some of them while they have high value travis kelsey is not getting any younger and george kittle is having a very inconsistent year so when you have two premier players and this is one of the reasons why like i was really interested in like getting rid of zeke elliott but like so tom wanted aaron jones for me and i was like i can't i can't give you aaron jones without getting somebody in return significantly like yes maybe that is Brees hall but that's depth right you always have to kind of think about depth when you're making these trades so getting multiple picks for a player never mind just some one first round pick because jamar chase is that right jamar chase was one of his first round picks he's replaced that pick he can get the next jamar chase next year hopefully right hopefully right i don't i don't think jamar chase is a once in a generation player like i don't think he's that good i think he's good but I don't think yeah. he's a once in a generation player. Yeah. Right? We're like talking about, we're not talking about the Zeke Elliott or the Aaron Rodgers of old, where in a dynasty league, these guys are necessarily going to, I mean, maybe they will be and I'll be wrong. Right. right. But, you know, that's. Right. Well, you know, somebody sitting by watching this all happen. I'm not happy. I wasn't happy. No. All right. Well, and well, by the way, the, the trade deadline, December 2nd. So yeah. it is right after Thanksgiving. I know yeah. it was right around there. Um. So yeah, Anyways, we, all we good, have about. All very fun. We all have about stuff. four or five weeks, six weeks until the trade deadline. Yeah, this is the time yeah. you got to maybe you want to try to continue to be a buyer rather than a seller. And that's the way to do it. Yeah. So well, uh, anyway, so that, that made for a very interesting week last week. Uh, we should get through the, the scores a little bit because ultimately what happened was teams really changed things up and it resulted in some pretty big wins. Um you know, I think had I actually gotten Mark Andrews, I would have, for example, beat the surging Cuga <laughs> Middle surging. Fingers. Four and yeah. two now. The Cuga Middle Fingers. It pulls off a big win. Um, that's, that's a what, big win. A huge win. Oh, God. You know, I, I was so happy and upset at the same time. I know. That's you a know, great it's, win for him. It's, it's a, it's a good win. That's a big win. It puts him on the on the map for sure. Look, this is where we start to see the effects of the bye weeks for sure, right? And And even with depth teams, when you have guys that you are just used to getting big points, you're really relying on, like, I still had good weeks from good players. Like Tyreek Hill had 17 points. Just Jeff had 10. Um, But Kevin's team just really surged this week and he had a great week. Um, Also his like defensive tackle had 10 and a half points and probably should have had more because I think he also blocked a kick, but that doesn't count in this world is that goes on the defense special teams yeah, yeah yeah so ultimately like kevin had a great week 106 to 87 beats the mansfield tims low watermark of the week the q garden bulldogs and the gwp now tom trades away jamar chase and still pulls off a win i i would love to kind of know what's going on with with matt and his thinking around his team but man 73 points is it's rough. You know, I, I, the one thing that I think is going to continue to haunt Matt Hanley on the Q garden Bulldogs is Cooper cup, man. What is yeah. going on with the LA Rams? Oh, they're terrible. Awful. I, it's they're just, they're just boring and they're not they're I don't know. It's not fun to watch the Rams. It's just not. And I think they're on a lot of big games. Yeah. I mean, I think the other thing that really hurt Matt is I think J.K. Dobbins kind of left the game with an injury a few times where he was he was hurt in his knee. And either way, it was not a great week for Matt. And Tom ends up pulling out a win. Um, yeah, he didn't even play Brees Hall. 
Yeah, he didn't even play him. That was the part. That's why I was like, yeah. well, if you're not playing him, I'll I'll trade you for him. You know, um, the 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 big probably s- surprise was the dad bod um, ends up with his double dip, Joe yeah. Burrow. <laughs> like, first off, if he plays Aaron Rodgers, which he would have done if he didn't make the trade, right? He loses this game to no look literally. He- yeah, absolutely. Right. Final score is 118 to 107 and a half. Aaron Rodgers was sitting with 18 points. Dadbot had 46 from Joe Burrow. So that's literally the trade is the difference in this game. And I can tell you, I think the reason why Patrick was really eager to, to make a wide receiver trade or just make some move is he had Curtis Samuel in and Curtis Samuel got him no points on Thursday night. Yeah. And so he's yeah. just looking at this for the rest of the week. Like, what am I going to do? Jamar Chase ends up with 28. That double dip. Saved one that week for Patrick, and now Easily. he's sitting at three and three, still on the hunt. Which I'm um, curious, timeline wise, did did Tom? I guess Tom would have known that he got Joe Burrow by that point in time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he would, yeah, yeah. This trade happened Saturday morning. Actually, I picked yeah. up uh, Tom and I were working on our cars on Saturday morning. I picked up Tom in the morning, and uh, he goes, "Oh, by the way, Patrick." Uh, uh, and I just had a trade. I told him I would, I was seeing you in five minutes. I go, yeah, he already texted me. So I knew as I was getting in the car to drive over to Tom's, which is seven doors down. <laughs> <laughs> I knew in that time that the trade had happened, yeah. which was really quite funny. Um, but anyway, that was a big strategic move from the dad bod. Uh, it's funny. Cause uh, you know, Ray puts up 107, which is what was a kind of a high watermark all the way around. I mean, there wasn't that many above 100 points. this week. Yeah, it was like the fourth highest score yeah. that week. Yeah. Um, sorry, Ray. Maybe yeah. maybe your luck has run out. Um, <laughs> then, look, the Boston Gangstav pulls off a win against the Davis Square Hipsters, which I guess is not all that surprising given where we've been putting the Davis Square Hipsters in terms of the the um, the power rankings. What was probably really fascinating from an NFL storyline perspective, which hurt Tim, was Robbie Anderson gets in a fight with yeah. the the coordinators in Arizona in the middle of the game. They take him out of the game and they trade him the next morning to Arizona. So Robbie Anderson ended up with no points. And I don't exactly understand how this happened because I played against Geno Smith and Geno only had 15 points and still he beat us. But the he threw to everybody not named Tim's wide receivers, right? Like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett had three and one point respectively. Yeah, who'd he throw to? <laughs> I don't I don't even I guess Although he only had 15 ran, points. Yeah, I guess maybe ran the ball a little bit. I don't yeah. he didn't throw him to my tight end either. I'll tell you that much. So I don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> you the guy you cut? Yeah, Did I cut, cut him immediately. Cut him right yeah. away. <laughs> Disley is that was yeah Will Disley. Yeah. Um anyway, the it weird weird win for Stav, but I guess he he looks out and he gets to sit at five and one versus the one and five. I tell you though, in that particular game, like, you know, I think we talked a little bit, or maybe I mentioned it, but the Lamar Jackson effect on this one, the giants defense, it's good. It's not great, but they definitely prevent touchdowns. And so yeah, that's, I mean, Lamar only put up 20 that week and that's really, that's that giant sort of bend don't break sort of mentality in their defense. Yeah. I mean, we should probably talk about that. The giants are good. <laughs> no. They're not good. No. They're they're not better good. than okay. They're, but they're better not than good. okay. I I think you said it exactly right to me the other day where you said, um, I think uh what was it? You're like, is it that the NFC East is so such bad because they've been bad for so long, their their strength of schedule is not good. Right. And I'm thinking a little bit of that, but I mean I mean 
I don't know. Baltimore is not the worst team to be. I mean, Green Bay may be end up being the worst one of the bad teams in the league, I suppose. So I suppose they're beatable. But I mean, the the Giants defense keeps them in the games. They 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 keep them. They keep the offensive going. But that offense, the Giants offense, is not great. Is not poop. great. It's not great. Definitely poop. Wondell Robinson. I think he might be a really good one. Yeah, no, he, the, the <laughs> touchdown was nice. I saw a couple of his I catches mean, too, but he was open a lot in this game. And if we had a quarterback who looked at the field at all, yeah. Oh yeah. You mean, might've seen him. I will say that the touchdown pass they made to Daniel Bellinger was the best pass he's thrown in his career. Oh, for sure. I would agree with that a hundred percent. But like that was because he finally looked into the field. I know. Like, look exactly. downfield, Daniel. Look downfield. Damn, and Daniel. And that's Damn. the Giants right there. Like that, that's why they're not good because that quarterback really holds them back. Like, listen, he plays his heart out. He's tough. He runs. He does all the things that you, you kind of want him to do. He runs too much. But man, when it comes to looking much. at the field and seeing who's open and getting it to the right people, he does Awful. not do that well. Awful. If Josh Allen were in this or Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert or maybe even Lamar Jackson were in the Giants system, they would be a better team. They would I would say they would be a confident five and one team. I'm not I'm not confident with Daniel Jones. Oh, I no. watch him play and I get so frustrated because I want him to be really good. And it's just time and time again, it's like you're not what is happening? And, and to add to that, the New York press and the media in, in New York, they're like all excited about Daniel Jones and he's back and there's things and he's working with the coach and da, 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 da. No, he's still staring down the receiver yeah, and running. That's what he's also, doing. if that was Boston sports radio, they would still say it sucks. So yeah. like that's, that's the difference between Boston sports radio and New York sports radio. Tom Brady sucked. Yeah, just to to put that in this terrible perspective, his, was the worst quarterback of all time in New England. Yeah. <laughs> He's now. I would argue that Tom Brady this year is not the best. Not, not good. You know, yeah, well, no. you know, when you're going through a divorce, you're a little distracted. Yeah, it's no, very confusing. But let's know. let's just, what the happens all right. between okay. the team pen and the upstate all masters. Right. Let's talk about it for a second. Let's talk about it for a second. What That's was billed true. as the the matchup of the week? I I mean, listen, Penna. You did great. I did not. Couple of things. First of all, I suppose that came down to the end of the Kansas City Chiefs game. Okay, wait. I lost because I have three players who have zero. You do have trip my zeros. bench. Trip and zeros. Would you? I mean, listen. I mean, like, I, maybe I would have played this a little bit differently, where I would have put Amari Cooper in here because yes, I usually do, and I and yes. I, I kicked myself for not. I I kind of wanted to go with the double dip because Penna had the double dip. So I was like, let me try. Let me see. Like, if he's got a double dip and I got a double dip, maybe it will help each other. He didn't you know, just double dip. Him. He went triple dip. He went triple dip. Well, he, yes, he went, yes, a minimum double, but yes, he went triple dip. Trip which C he scored all the points on. I mean, just trademark on that, by the way. Yes, you did a triple dip. Um, So I thought, let me keep him in there. And so, but you can't come in, like, because Patrick Mahomes had a fine week. Saquon Barkley had a great week. Leonard Fournette did great for me. The bottom half of my roster, average, average, fine. Nothing too out of the ordinary there. I don't know how Jeff Wilson gets zero. That was then, very confusing, by the way. He also rushed the ball like not a non-trivial not, amount of time. I know. Like, like you would, like if you were me in this particular situation, you wouldn't have played him. Oh, you played I did Jeff play Wilson, him. Right? I lost in the other league because I played him. Yeah. Yeah, Garrett Wilson. I thought, okay, that's a tough one, but he's haven't he's been playing well and the Jets been playing well. 
But Marcus Valdez Scanling is literally my Mike Williams on this team. So listen, Penny, you killed me. You destroyed me. I'm really sad about it. I really wanted to win the week. I did not. I was hoping for a better showing, and I think I would have had one maybe if I played it slightly different. And or these players just scored some touchdowns. Yeah, no, I hear you. I I will say I think I think you did mess up by not playing Amari Cooper over MVS. I get the double dip approach. It's also the high risk approach, but it is. Um, it is. you know the targets that that Amari Cooper is getting week in and week out, with the exception of week four, which I think is when he got hurt. He's right. getting double digit targets. That's what you want from your wide receiver, it's right? Absolutely what you want. And never, never mind the points. It's just you need opportunities to do something with the ball. That's they right. have to be at least pass you the ball to do something with it. And that's that's like a big reason why I played Chris Olave today. You know, like you like go off targets. You know, I mean, yeah, else. I mean, I was at the end of the day, like I was literally Sunday morning. Like I woke up, I'm looking at my team to kind of finalize it, and I I was like this close to putting Mari Cooper in there, and I was like, let me give him a try. It turns out all the passes went to Juju Smith. Yeah. Now I will say Monday morning, aka Thursday night football quarterbacking this. Um Marcus Valdez Scantling had a touchdown. He did have, he did a, have touchdown. a touchdown. He got called back. And on top of that, Saquon also had a touchdown. Had a touchdown. He oh, laid yeah. down. <laughs> Saquon had a touchdown. Did the right this is we were texting about this. Saquon Barkley, end of the game for those who didn't watch the game, yeah. end of the game, fourth quarter, they get a fumble. They need a first down to actually not give the ball back to the yep. Ravens. He, they want him to score, but they actually tried to tackle him. He broke free of like two tackles yep. and then goes to the outside and just lays down between the first down <laughs> marker, which was like the third yard line yep. and the end zone and lays down, gives yep. himself up instead of scoring a wide open touchdown. Now, mind you, they were up, right? They were already up they, by three. Correct. They were up by, they were up by four. Yeah, four. Yeah, they're up by four. So even if they scored, they would have been up by eleven. So that's why I was like, I didn't know why they didn't just score, right? Like eleven would have been great. They would have needed two touchdowns to win. That seems incredibly improbable. It's the right move. It's absolutely the. Right move. the absolutely but I texted you and I was like, hundred percent the right thing. Oh man, you got to be pissed right now. But you also I was are happy because so the like, Giants are playing no. smart football for the first time in their life. Do you remember? I was. It really brought back. What was that? Two thousand eleven. Is it Ahmad Bradshaw when he ran yep. to the end zone and yep. tried to fall down but fell yep. into fell the in. end zone? Yeah, that was in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Was that the Super Bowl? Yeah, it was the yeah, Super Bowl yeah. Super, in 2011. Yeah. 2012? Yeah. The, 2000, the, yeah, yeah. 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 But Wait. he, yeah, he fell in because he was like, no, I don't want to. No, I don't want to score. And oops, I, I mean, fell in. Obviously, completely brilliant as a Giants fan. It's exactly what you wanted to see. Although, you know, to be honest with you, sometimes you're like, just score the points because you know what? The Giants have had the scores run up against them all these years for the last eight years. Like, go score the touchdown. But he did the right thing. I lose five points on that. Marcus Valdez scaling has the ball, gets called back on a on a penalty of some sort. It was a it was, was an illegal formation penalty yeah, it was illegal where formation. like the tight end was covered up by the off. Like yeah. it was it was the worst kind of penalty to have not, it get yeah, called it back good. on. Yeah. And then they come back. So anyway, so Penny, you beat me. I, I would have played it slightly differently um, to the point. It though, wouldn't I mean, have like, made a difference. However, we wouldn't necessarily be lambasting you for not playing, you know, uh, Mari Cooper or Marcus Velda scaling. So, yeah. Anyway, Penna ended up, we we talked about this, the triple dip. It's a high risk maneuver. He, Josh he, Allen, he man. Did. No, it was Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. Now, it wasn't insane, but it was a solid, very solid showing. Um, and the fans in Buffalo have to be happy for finally beating right. Patrick Mahomes and getting their their well-deserved retribution. 
All right. That's right. So that was the trades week That's six. Right. It for all the record comes... for just the record because we got you know because people care because no they don't. And we don't. But we don't I went need four and one. Oh, ugh. you went two and three. Damn it. I'm now uh, six and four. Told you five I was only going to be ahead. We're was, a wash, basically. I was only going to be ahead for one week. I told you, I'm really bad at picking. <laughs> you did teams. say that, actually. You did say that. Um, I also talked about figuring it out, which is in fact a show. <laughs> yeah, and then the show last week, you said, and I said, we'll figure it out, and you said that's a show on Nickelodeon, and I said to myself, as I was listening to the podcast, I'm like, how does this man know this stuff? <laughs> Your brain is ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's not okay. Well, it's we already talked about the details. That'll be at the end of the show in the blooper reel. I <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the stand. We'll break down the standings, then we'll get into our power rankings. So now top of the league, five and one, Team Pena, Boston Gangstav, the Cuga middle fingers, the surging Cuga middle yeah. fingers, and In the Mansfield Tims tied for third place. And technically, because the Cuga middle fingers beat the Mansfield Tims ahead of me in the rankings. So he is solidly in third place at four and two, uh, and me as well at four and two. Dad bod gets that win after the trade gets up to three and three KGB floundering a little bit. The, the ex champ down to three and three himself. The no luck literally is still sitting at two and four upstate masters, a surprising two and four. If you ask not me, good. Um, not good. And the Davis square hipsters and the goodwill punting still bringing up the rear at one and five. However, some interesting little stats on this thing. For the most part, the points for make sense. Penna is running away with this team, with his team. He's got 828 points. He's very much ahead. He's had a reasonable amount of points scored against him. The goodwill punting is probably the most surprising here. And we, we talked about it last week, but he and Kevin are sitting two points apart in the points for, yeah. but 140 points apart in the points against. And that, is a difference in the record of four and two versus one and yeah. five. So it really does just highlight a little bit of that, that luck factor yeah, of, of week in and week out when yeah. you get now, we're not going to make any claims about against that because the King of middle fingers beat who we had. We jointly had in as the number two ranked team last week in the power ranking. So hey, that was a put up or shut up game. And Kevin put up. That's right. Yes, he did. All right. So, Let's talk a little bit about our power rankings and and where where things have have fallen to. Um, why don't we why don't we do a little bit of the the reverse here? I'm not moving. Penn is still number one in my book. I assume he's still number one in your book after number whomping on book. you. Yep. All right, Penn, you one. you're still the sheriff for another week. Don't worry. At number two, I'm 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 gonna jump Stav up there on record alone. I'm on Stav too. Yep. I'm going up there with record alone. He's sitting yep. at five and one yep. at this point in the year. The wins actually do matter getting yep. these only the top six make the playoffs, right? It's, it yep. is important to have a good record. Every loss counts, um, especially as you're trying to make that separation. Um, and now he's got a solid three point lead, um, you know, above the people who would be fighting for that sixth spot in the, in yep. the playoffs. So um, next I, I have Mansfield Tim's. All right. That's a, I a similarly. I put me there. I, I feel good about my team. Kevin got me at a good time. Derek yep. Henry wasn't playing. You, you know, were worried. You were worried. You said I it. was worried. I said, mm. I didn't feel good about it. And, yep. and rightfully so it, it really panned out for Kevin. I should have played Jalen hurts, but it wouldn't have made a difference. Uh, you know, that's, it's just really what it came down to. Um, all right. Number four. four. I have, I listen last week. I had Cayuga middle fingers at five this week. I have them at number four. Wow. 
that's I, that's pretty I, impressive. I know I moved him up one. I mean, on record, I, he's playing well. I'm going to put him in the four spot. Nice. The, the next, the, the rest of mine are going to be a bit, I think, off from yours. So we'll see how this goes. Well, Where it's interesting. I have you still at four. I don't know how. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, don't I know I'll how. tell you. I just. I like your team right now. I just, I, I really like, I think. I know. I got to make a move. Like you had some weird fluke last week. I I think 87 and a half is, and you talked about this about being frustrated with your team where your team goes, has a great week and then goes down. And and really when I'm looking at it, I'm looking about the points for here. You are right at number four at 691 points. Yeah, You've had a, you are second in the league with the amount of points scored against you yeah and so i i don't think your record is who they it says you are well let's hope that happens when we can you know 15 i'm keeping you <laughs> at four all right number five i so well I'll, I'll, i i have I, I still have the q garden bulldogs at five i i don't know i i think i'm just sort of it's a lingering area i think around the last year but i i have met at five that's interesting. I do not have Matt at five. No, you do not. I have I have hashtag dadbot at five now. Yeah. I, I moved have him up from dadbot at six. Mostly because last week I had him at eight. Yeah. And I thought, all right, well, I can't go from eight to, to four or five. So let me go eight to six with him. And I had him at because six. Because of the trades. Yeah. I had him at six. I had to bump him up a slot. He's got to get up to five with those trades. It yeah. was clear that that's been an upgrade for him. I mean, he yeah. still has Aaron Rodgers as a backup quarterback. No one would complain with Aaron Rodgers as a backup quarterback. Yeah. By the way. Like no. that's, I mean, that's Patrick backup. made two of the most significant, probably, moves in fantasy, dynasty fantasy football, I think. I think we probably have seen it in a long time. And back to they back, it was a really, great move. truly brilliant moves. Yeah. All right. We got to yeah. stop saying that because he's going to get a big head. Oh, your moves were good. <laughs> <laughs> I then I next have the Cuga middle fingers. All right. And so sitting at number six for me, I have the Cuga middle fingers. And that's because I had him at eight. And so I moved him up. The, the, only reason why I think in my head that I'm still keeping him a little low. First off, the record says he should definitely be in the top five. If Patrick didn't make the moves that he did, he would 100% be in be number five for me. Yeah, it's it comes down still. There are question marks around the quarterback for me on Kevin's team. Now, yes, Geno Smith, I agree, is the I number agree. six overall quarterback but like that 15 point performance last week is the reason why you were worried about him right like and as more tape in the seattle seahawks offense gets yes you know out there for teams i think he might have a tougher time the other thing is i was looking at the schedule for geno smith right plays the chargers this week the giants the week after arizona and then tampa bay out of those weeks there's some pretty good defenses namely the new york giants just shut down Lamar. Lamar, That's a pretty good matchup. Yeah. The later parts of the schedule are all relatively tough defenses. The Rams, the Raiders, the Panthers, meh, the 49ers, (laughs) the Chiefs, and the Jets. Right. So, like, they're Geno Smith, I think, is going to have a little bit of a tough sled here the rest of the way. And I don't know if, like, I think he's going to have to be smart in his matchups. Like, yeah. Yeah. Tua maybe comes back, Derek Carr. He's going to have this problem on his hands if he's going to have to choose which the right quarterback is yeah. to play in any given week. I, and that's why I don't have him stronger in the power rankings. Yeah. 
I no, I, I can understand that hundred percent. I, I think I'm with you on the quarterback. I, that's where where I am with his team. I think Tua is coming back this week. I think he was cleared to yeah. come back. Or, yeah, he was. Which I don't understand, but that's okay. Um, so I I totally get it. I I I get it. So. I'm but the big thing is, is Kevin's actually benefited. So first of all, I'm like, oh my God, he's going to beat me because Ramondre Stevenson has a 20 point week and I traded yeah. him Ramondre Stevenson and then Jacoby Myers is going to have a good week. And I traded him Jacoby Myers. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Um, and so, and that's also, by the way, that's exactly what uh, pa- uh, Patrick's worst nightmares are. They trades you a player and then you use them to beat him. Um, yeah. And then Penna yeah. said to me, I hope that, you know, Kyle Pitts does good for you in every week, except the weeks you play me. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's really funny about the, that you say that because, I, I traded nobody. I mean, Mark Andrews was on my team. I drafted him. I traded him to Patrick. Patrick traded him to Penna. Next thing you know, I'm watching the Giants game and I'm watching Mark Andrews just score a bunch of touchdowns and catch a lot of balls. <laughs> and and I think he had a touchdown called back for an he interference did, call yeah. too. And one that he bounced did. off his hands. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. Yeah. I, I can't believe it wasn't worse, quite honestly. Yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> all right. So at number seven, who do you got? Seven. I have upstate masters. I have myself at seven. I I'm just, I don't know. My, my, my bipolar team just isn't, it doesn't excite me. So you, I, I really appreciate your, your foresight on it. And I do realize I have the fourth points for in the league, but I don't know. It just, it's too, it's too erratic for me. I, I hear you. I just, it comes down to like, I think one of the biggest questions in this league is consistent running back depth. And I think Leonard Fournette and Saquon Barkley are your best yeah, right like, now. Yeah. Right now they're just consistently putting up double digit points, which is yeah. like always a good thing to put together wins. And so yeah. for when I'm putting together these power rankings, I'm not talking about necessarily who's gonna win the championship. I'm talking about the likelihood that they make it to the playoffs. And then once you make it to the playoffs, all bets are off, right? Yeah. Any given week, it doesn't matter if you're gonna win the league or not. But like these power rankings, I'm kind of thinking about like who's gonna make it to the power, who has the best chances of making it to the playoffs and, and actually doing well in the playoffs. Um, well, right and now thinking I about those seats. Out. Well, yeah, I see that, <laughs> which I just don't. I think you're a playoff team at the end of the day. Also, I like see. I think, you know, Daniel Bellinger is turning into a pretty good tight end. If Wondell Robinson, like we said, turns into something great, you have well, somebody then, there. Then but I, yeah, then I'm you know then I got to get Daniel Jones on my team, and then I'll triple dip just like. I also think like Jerry Judy's underperforming. Antonio Gibson could get back into a starting running back role if Brian Jordan Johnson, whatever his name is, Robinson, um, doesn't do so well, but. All right, on to uh, seven. I have the no luck literally still. That's where I had them last time. That's largely a, a result of his um, his record. You know, he's sitting at <laughs> two and his four. Record or is that he's ignoring you? It's not he's ignoring me. I'm just, if I put him at 10, <laughs> he'll never talk trades with me. Um, anyway, so no luck literally sitting at I, seven. Yeah, seven. All right. At eight, I have no luck literally. So I'm one more down. All right. And I, uh, I actually, I jumped up the Davis square hipsters to eight, not because I think the Davis square hipsters are doing any better. The I, still issues that I have been highlighting with Davis square hipsters this entire time, um, which also jumps up. Uh, he jumps up as a result of me putting the Q garden bulldogs at nine. Yeah. Um, and so I know you're still uh, a little high on the KGB. I, I, the record is there. He does get Dak Prescott back now, but the depth beyond Damian Pierce at running back is yeah. inconsistent. And we've highlighted the issues with wide receiver. I don't know what's going on in Tampa Bay. I don't know if you have watched those games. I, I Something is a, is brewing with Tom wow. Brady. Like has he I mean, finally hit the end of his career? What's 
uh, to be honest with you, I, I think this is going to be a, um, uh, a bulls situation. I think their head coach is, he's so uninspiring. I don't know what happens in that, in that locker room. I'm sure maybe people love him, but every time this guy's in control of a team, it stinks. It's terrible. So I, I, I can see Tom Brady getting very frustrated by this, this coaching situation going on. I don't know. I I'm blaming on the coaching. Well, I'm sure you saw the video of him. I'm sure you saw the video of him laying in the alignment. Yeah. Um, I know they, they're well, that's the, I mean, that was that the big joke, right? So he, he goes, he yells at the offensive line, but he didn't practice on Wednesday. He went to Robert Kraft's wedding on, uh, on Friday, Friday or Saturday, 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 he wasn't around for the walkthrough. I mean, so, you know, he's not, he's not exactly the Tom Brady of, uh, of your, you know? Oh, no, I agree. Also, I think like, uh, was it Jason Kelsey was said something like, yeah, if if a quarterback comes in and starts yelling at me, I'm not doing shit as a result of that. Um, but he also said, but it's also Tom Brady, and I probably would listen to Tom Brady. It's probably the only person I would like take that from. So yeah. anyway, it, it was a little. I listen. I can I can understand why you have him lower for sure. I I really do. I do. But it's really weird because to go from <laughs> to go from winning the league to to ninth in the power rankings is a interesting well he had two major major injuries right javante williams and rashad penny are both out for the year and and that has really changed his depth jk dobbins is still nursing a little bit of that injury kareem hunt is no longer in the like michael run heavy we both get touchdown situations with nick chubb um aj dylan is and is not the running back it that like the game in green bay is not nearly the same I feel yeah. it, Aaron Jones is in the same boat, by the way. Aaron Jones is not doing well. I think it's largely because they don't have a balanced passing game right now. Yeah. And they normally would always be blocking Aaron Rodgers' passes, and that would open up the run game. Right now, their most dangerous weapons are their running backs. Um, and then the other one is, you know, he's got Eno Benjamin in there to play right now because um, he's there. But, you know, I, Eno Benjamin yeah. would not be normally playing. So his depth at running back, I think, took a big hit. Anyway, yeah. and then for me, or so who do you have at nine? And then and the nine, Davis I have Davis Square's hipsters. Yep. And, and then, then so we both have Goodwill Punting. And I think yeah. that's fair. We don't have to get into it too much, but the Goodwill Punting sitting at 10 is, I, he, you know, self-admittedly said, I'm pretty much done with my team this year, I think. It's, yeah, I mean, once he traded, I, to be honest with you, those those trades did have some effect on my rankings in some areas here, and um, that was one of them. I figured once you got rid of Jamar Chase, although Brees Hall's doing great, um, I was like, I don't know, I can't really put him up a notch, even though he won. I give him credit for that. Yeah. Well, we are sitting here and also Andy Dalton just threw a pick six. So it become it's now like apparently a trend <laughs> on airing it out that we only watch we only make episodes when Andy Dalton is quarterbacking, quarterbacking. Uh, live. Uh, you know, like, live, like live. He's doing it right now. Saturday, so we did the Sunday morning when he was in England and now <laughs> yep. Thursday night. Thursday night. Well, so whenever Andy Dalton plays, we play. That's the play. that's that's the rule. <laughs> um, so there's your live Andy Dalton update, our newest segment and repeat segment to airing it out. <laughs> we uh uh, we should talk a little bit about the airing uh, the um, ESPN's finally fixed it. But for most of this time, they've had the Arizona Cardinals and the Saints on by. So we have not seen the scores as they've come in. There is some glitch in the system, which was very confusing. Um, yeah. But either way, they now have fixed that so that the scores are finally actually populating like they should. All right, on to the, that's a good segue into the current week where I will make all the wrong picks and you'll make all the right ones, but you know, <laughs> I hey. don't know about that. I don't know about that. Championship. But... 
That's all it all comes down to is the championship. <laughs> all right. Well, I, can let, pick them. I just can't pick the right players to put in them. <laughs> again, it's a show of two guys who know absolutely nothing about everything fantasy football. Mm, absolutely nothing. Nothing. I don't absolutely. Know. Don't I don't listen like. to us. Why do people listen no. to us? It's, it's ridiculous. No. You, you say the words trade, and all of a sudden there's a scurry of trades. This week you say, let Jeff win. Uh, no, I, I can't say those words. Oh. <laughs> That's not in my vocabulary. All right, let's start with um, what could quite possibly be the easiest pick of the week. Team Penna versus No Luck Literally. <laughs> yeah, no, Team Penna. Team Penna. Uh, moving yeah, on. Team Penna. Uh, yeah. <laughs> actually, we should. To we be should honest, it is for a second. Week to pick. I mean, if any week that he's going to lose, you would suggest that it's going to be this one, right? Because he loses the triumphant. Triumphant? Triumvirate. Um, and uh well basically he loses the triple dip he loses his whole team because the bills are on by <laughs> i mean this is why i couldn't trade him devin singletary yeah, uh if you did, that guy would probably get 18 points yeah too. so by the way uh buys uh bills eagles rams and vikings are all on by i do not believe there is a uh a london game that anyone has to worry about this week so there's that mm-hmm. at least um but some pretty big players a lot of my teams actually eagles and vikings uh, i did not realize how many of them i had i'm also a little hurt this week for the bye weeks but this is the week to get penna so so ray if you're gonna like get those wins that we were talking about at those low scores this is the week yeah. to get it but penna's trade for zeke elliott he gets a guy to play right away is his running back game yeah. also deandre swift elliott came back thanks okay i know you say that but zeke elliott right now is the is the 21st overall running back and his week in and week out has not been that bad they also played pretty good defenses along the way he scored 13 against the giants yeah i don't know he's he's in the uh tom brady uh aaron Rodgers boat with me i don't know either way it's good it's good depth for penna i think at the end of the day oh i think it's great depth i would also he still has mark Andrews. not back i think that's okay i think it's a better pickup too who with dak being back oh yeah yeah exactly and zeke yeah although i think maybe tony pollard actually plays better with dak prescott back so there could be that yeah the one thing i think that's working back DeAndre Hopkins is back, which Ray yeah, has, so. has played him. And the other thing that's yeah. really working for his favor is Kenneth Walker the third has shown up. And I don't know, did you watch any of that Seattle game? Because man, that guy can run. He, yeah. he looks like a pro running back for a rookie. Yeah. I I um, I have not watched too much of it. He he looks pretty good. I, I will say that. I mean, mind you, yeah. it's early and people don't have that much tape on him, but he looks pretty good. And I know they were excited about him coming out of camp. So we're both going penna, but there's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance. Yeah. I, All right, well, I, I did. I did ponder it honestly because Penn had lost some people, but yeah, he's still number one. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's go to uh, let's go to your matchup: the Upstate Masters yeah. versus Davis Square Hipsters. You're down on your uh, team. Where do you where are you going here? <laughs> I'm actually I'm gonna stick with my team this week. I think I think I I think I have the players to to match up against um, Tim and so I, I don't I didn't lose a lot of people on buys and I'm gonna I'll make some adjustments as, as I can here but I, I stuck with myself I also took you again I that my power rankings would back that up with Davis Square hipsters on the bottom part here I the one thing that could come back to haunt us is Tim played Taysom Hill in the tight end slot that could go a guy could go off for 77 points and we would have no idea where it came from so yeah. um you know but again I Jonathan Taylor's back and healthy it sounds like so that should be good. I think the big question mark is Tom Brady, frankly. You know, yeah. that's who he's got starting. I don't think he's going to start Russ over him. I wouldn't. Um, 
we'll see. We'll see what happens. Interesting to note, though, is the head of the Charles is this weekend. I am no longer doing the head of the Charles. Tim is still doing it. So if sleep deprivation has anything to do with people making bad decisions on head of the Charles weekend, only Tim is being subjected to that right now. <laughs> all right. I like it. Um, all right. So see, I got to figure out if I want to play Daniel Bellinger. I don't know. I think you might want to. I think Daniel Bellinger is a pretty good pickup. I was going to try to trade you for Daniel Bellinger, but then I ended up getting Kyle Pitts. So I felt a little better about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, all Kyle right. It should be very good. That's a good pickup for you. I'm I'm feeling okay about it. Plus, Hunter Henry was on the waiver wire. I guess uh, must have been. Yeah, saw uh, somebody picked him. Matt up. must have dropped him, so I picked him up. Yeah. yeah. Um, Boston Gang style versus Q Garden Bulldogs. This one might be an easier pick for us too. So we'll go there next. But who do you got? Yeah, I went Boston Gang style. I like the matchups here. Um, although Dak is coming back, um, I I stuck with I stuck with Stav in this one. I agree. I think. The re- the only reason I'm really thinking the gang stuff is first off, Brian Robinson Jr. looked pretty good last week, and it seems that they like him. And Green Bay's defense has not been very good. Um, I yeah, I think it's a Stavs team looks okay. Could he yeah. use another wide receiver? Absolutely, but you know he has AJ Brown and Dalvin Cook. They're both on bye. This is the week that it's not a bad week to get um, Stav either. So Matt could definitely pull off an upset here. I think it's possible, especially if Dak shows up and has a really good week against the crazy, wacky Detroit Lions. Yeah, um, I'd say Washington is terrible. Oh. Washington is terrible, but... They're really bad. I think they're playing for Brian Robinson now in his, his shot-up butt cheeks. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to what the, I think is... The next-door neighbors? The next-door neighbors, the Battle of Rumford Ave. It's a battle. <laughs> it's a battle the, for the street. It's the Rumford Bowl? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we're gonna have any differences in our picks this week, but who'd you got? Um, well, honestly, I mean, I took Mansfield Tim's. I took you in this instance. Um, I think once he had Mac Jones in there, which I don't know, is Mac Jones even gonna play? I think there's a question about whether or not he's gonna play, but I, he I does have Mac Jones in there with Zappy, aren't they? Or I would, I would imagine so too. But he does not have a quarterback any other way. So that's, I mean, his other option is. Desmond Ritter, who is not starting. So it's the only potential starting quarterback that he has on his team because Carson Wentz is hurt. So he may need to pick up somebody from the waiver wire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, and, and Penna already took the best one that was available, which is Mariota. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Mac Jones does have a choice Kyler matchup against the tough, Bears. But... Yeah. I, I'm stuck playing Kyler because there's yeah. no one else. Everyone else is on by. So. It's a good week to get me. I think Brees Hall has been playing very well, so it's possible yeah. he puts together yeah. a good week. So I don't know. I, I also picked me, but you know, I, I never feel great with Kyler yeah. these days. I mean, your running backs yeah. are really great in there. <laughs> so yeah, but Aaron Jones has been very inconsistent. So it's more about the wide receivers here. And I I was stuck between playing because my you know Justin Jefferson's on by and uh Devonta Smith's on by and Cortland Sutton really put up a goose egg last week. So, you know, I got some risk marks in here too. I'm picking yeah, me, but I, you know, Tom could end up coming off the Schneid. I got to get the Schneid in here so that people, the, the fans, yeah. they love it. Apparently I say it. I'm the only person who says it, but all right. <laughs> this is quite possibly the matchup of the week. And I think it's fantastic that it's, it's the cousin bowl. Uh, it's also very awesome that Kevin's in these conversations. I love it. Oh, it's like, it. it well, first off, Kevin inherited it, if you remember, from Kai, a pretty great team. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good team. It was an older team, but it was a pretty yep. great team. Yep. Um, so anyway, 
the dad bod take the three and three dad bod taking on the four and two Kiga middle fingers. Uh, who do you got, Jeff? I'm taking dad bod here. I'm 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 giving uh, Kevin the loss. I I'm I gotta go with Patrick's little uh, double dip. I think it's gonna be really great. We'll let it roll for a while. See how Joe Burrow keeps going. Um, Mike Williams, maybe he'll get more than one point that he got last week. So hopefully that will happen for him. And um, overall, again, I think you're right. I'm still not high on Geno Smith. I don't know if I ever will be. Hopefully he gets two of back. Maybe he'll put him in there. Maybe I would feel differently if I saw that in here. Um, so I'm going dad bod. Pa- I'm team Patrick all of a sudden. Me and team Patrick, I got his jersey. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. I mean, it, I don't know if I would put Tua in there. There's a risk, right? He gets tackled once and his head falls off. Yeah. Um, I though went with the Cuban middle fingers. Look, he beat me. I gotta, I gotta support him the next week. Yeah. Um, that's not an ego thing for me. Man. It's just I think Josh Jacobs against Houston, nice matchup. That's a nice matchup. And Ramondre Stevenson against Chicago, especially if Mac Jones plays, they're gonna run the ball a lot more. This could be that yeah. that game where they didn't even pass the ball once. They just ran the ball against who yeah. was that against the Chiefs? Who was that against the Bills? Because the Bills and they beat them where they they only attempted what three passes mm-hmm. in the entire game, they could just go that route with Mac Jones. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, I think I think if they, I were Kevin though, I think I would I think I would put Juju in the I I think Juju's a go to guy now suddenly for uh for Patrick Mahomes. He certainly gets the targets, but the points aren't there all the time. He had two big plays last week, which I think got him a lot of the points. But I don't. I would start him over MVS for sure. I don't know if I would start him over. Jacoby Myers, Debo Samuel, or Michael Gallup, maybe over Jacoby right. Myers. Right. I don't think I'm playing him over Michael Gallup with Dak coming back. And I don't think I'm playing him ever over Debo Samuel. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what he what he makes up for uh some choices here. But interesting matchup. I think that's the the one to watch. I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. It's gonna All be right. fun. That'll be a fun one. That'll be game of the week. Game of the week, battle of the cousins. Mm-hmm where Kevin's in front of Patrick, which I don't think has ever happened in, in this league. So this is very, very interesting to see where this will go. Either way, it's big, it's big for the playoffs. Either way, one of these guys wins at the end. Kevin's either sitting at five and two or dad bod sitting at four and three as is the CMF. And he now has a win over the CMF. So big playoff implications in this game. Yeah. We were talking about who's making out in the boat. Well, it'll be good. All right. Should we let people go back to Thursday night football? Okay, us, yeah. no one's listening <laughs> to this other than us right yeah. now. Nobody's listening to this. Nobody's listening to that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anything. I don't know what anybody's doing these days. Maybe they're watching baseball if you're in New York and if you're in Houston, I suppose. I don't even know. Uh, baseball. What's baseball? Oh, baseball. Oh, baseball. Listen, this was good. It was fun to see the trades come through, and it was such a flurry. I I, I hope that there are more, but and I hope there I, – I need to make a few moves myself, but – Generally speaking, uh, it was really fun to to watch all of that. So, um, congratulations to everybody who made trades for one because it's you know it's it's bold, and two very very unique, very fun, very thoughtful trades. I would. Say. I have to say, I don't think anyone lost in any of these trades. I now that uh, the first round pick is switched, I I'm with you on that. I think you're right. Yeah. I think to be honest with you, I if I were to rank them and the winning here, I. It's I guess it's a tough call. I think I think Penna wins the this the trades all around here, maybe because he made a few um or a couple. But Patrick's team is better. But I like the players that Penna got. 
And yours is pretty straight up. So I'm not, I don't, I don't, yours is kind of a push in a lot of ways, though Kyle Pitts could end up being something very special, I suppose. Right. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I gotta say, I think they made trades that made their teams better, both of them. Yeah. Right. Like, and well, Tom's team got weaker. The likelihood yeah. he made the playoffs was very low as it was, right? Being so, so far yeah, behind that you might as well year. get ready for next year. And now he can make his team even better for next year, right? So yeah. I think yeah. that's that's a good uh everyone made the right moves overall. I I lost a little bit of running back depth, but at the expense of taking a risk on a good tight end. I actually think yeah. if anyone Penna's team has definitely gotten more scary as a result of this. He got better running back depth, he got incredibly better running back depth than Najee Harris too um, and ended up with um, the best tight end in the game so um, hard to argue well second best I guess Travis Kelsey is yeah. technically the best but uh, anyway all right I think that's oh hey yeah, look I ESPN has released a reason a live data issue caused players on the Saints and Cardinals tonight to temporarily show as having a bye week rest assured that all of their points were properly accumulated and now displayed correctly any lineup oh. moves involving Cardinals and Saints players made since the game started will be invalidated and reverted. Oh, oh. that's interesting. Because they were on by, you could have pulled them out. Oh. Because they, they didn't, they unlocked. Oh, wow. That way to, way to screw things up, ESPN, but hopefully they were actually able to fix that. That's not that's good. That's very fun. That's yeah. not good. All right, well, that's that's wow. the breaking news. So take us out, Jeff. <laughs> Hot off the presses. All right, everybody, we will see you next week. Enjoy week seven. Cute. God bless you. <laughs> All right, so we need to think about the top three here a little bit, I think. All right. Right, the top three have not changed. Well, that's a fair. I don't know. All right, here we go. Should I mark it and mark? Whoop. Mark, mark. I, does it even count as an episode if you don't mark the episode? No, I got to do it. There's some traditions. You already killed my opening, so I want to at least have some tradition. Oh, uh, well, I, uh, I think jointly together we killed the opening because it became <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, episode my... two, week four, <laughs> seven. I wanted to make it a thing. I wanted to make it a staple of the show, but you killed it. So it's over. I didn't kill it. So we're on to the clapboard. You can bring it back. You can bring it back. No, that's it. It was gone and he brought it back. back. (laughs) Where did it go? The clapboard is all we have. All we have is the clap. Where did it go? (laughs) Well, the clap sticks with you for life. This recording is in progress. And we are back to another episode of Airing It Out, season four, week seven of the NFL. Dave? We have a lot to talk about. Welcoming me in my... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pardon us while Jeff just had a stroke. <laughs> All right. Three, two... <laughs> it was a good opening, too. It was good. It was good. Three, two... Welcome... <laughs> Do you want to know what it was supposed to be? I got. I need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, my tongue got stuck to my throat. 
Yeah, that's the first time that's ever happened. Yep. <laughs> Usually there's not enough room for my tongue. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> well, this episode's already gone off the rails. Maybe we should even cut this we as a back blooper. Maybe we should just keep going. Yeah, we are yeah. back to off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Off the Rails featuring two idiots. <laughs> That's we it. are back to an episode of Figuring It Out, season four. <laughs> Figure it out. You're like you're like last week. You're like I think there was a show on Nickelodeon. It was a show Who on Nickelodeon. Knows that people don't like know that. Brain. I will prove it. It was a show. Figure. It had Danny Tamborelli on it. She. I mean, come on. Who knows that stuff? Hosted by Summer Sanders, ran for four seasons from July 1997 to December 12, 1999. <laughs> it was revived oh, in 2012 with Jeff Sutphin as the host. All right, we got to go here. We this is valuable information, valuable content. Oh, don't worry. This is gonna make it into the uh, into the bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> 